The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Start! You can call me Bruce. Bruce Nolan is standing by. Hey, wacky Bruce! Coming to you from an undisclosed location, this is the Bruce Exclusive. And here's your host, Bruce Nolan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Bruce Exclusive. A Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. Welcome back. We are reaching, we are getting close to the dog days of summer. That weird middle ground after mandatory minicamp, but before training camp. We are getting ready for Sean McDermott to have the, okay, guys, don't get in trouble while we're gone here speech that he gives to the team that's getting ready to happen and because of that we're getting ready to get a little bit esoteric with the podcast topics that we're going to go over this is this is the time of year where it really tests the metal of your content creators in bill's mafia and other fan bases across the nfl and i've got something for you in traditional bruce fashion we've got something a little bit different this is a follow-up to a tweet that i actually tweeted out not too long ago a couple weeks back because i came across a statistic that got my engine revving it got the ball rolling in my head in regards to arm strength i came across a statistic from espn that said that josh allen's passes in 2020 traveled an average of 21.4 true air yards. Now, true air yards represents the actual distance the pass traveled, accounting for horizontal distance, as opposed to simply air yards, which only measures distance that it travels perpendicular to the line of scrimmage. How many yards forward? True air yards is total distance traveled by the pass. I think that's interesting. And something we should talk about. Now, this podcast is also available in written form on buffalorumblings.com. Article is called Crumbling Their Cookies, Why Arm Strength Matters. 
So when I first encountered this metric, what I tweeted out was, there are more ways of taking advantage of a big arm than throwing 60-yard bombs every play. Make the D defend every blade of grass. Then, Matt Warren, editor-in-chief of Buffalo Rumblings, suggested to me, hey, maybe you could elaborate on that for an article. And if I'm going to do the work to put in an article, then I'm going to go ahead and podcast about it too. Because sometimes in the scouting process, and even when we talk about NFL quarterbacks who are already in the league, arm strength is simply equated with distance throwing. How far can you throw the ball? Oh, look at that cannon downfield. And the benefits that having that howitzer attached to your right arm gives you. But they're really not discussed any further than that. The pleasant thing about this conversation is, as Bill's Mafia, we can have this discussion knowing full well that one of the strongest arms in the NFL, arguably the strongest, and one of the strongest arms in recent memory, belongs to our quarterback, Josh Allen. So in the interest of not making it minimized, in the interest of not minimizing that trait, one of the things that you've heard me say before is that traits give you options. We've never really sat down and talked about a specific trait entirely on a podcast, and we're going to do that this particular episode. We're going to talk about one trait, and it's arm strength. And I'm going to elaborate a little bit on that whole traits give you options statement that you hear frequently from Bruce Nolan. Let's dive in. The first thing that arm strength does for you is it lessens your need for anticipation as a quarterback. You've heard me say before that anticipation and arm strength are inversely proportional in terms of necessity. It means the more of one you have, the less of the other you need. Quarterbacks who have less than ideal arm talent are prevalent in the NFL. We see this all the time. Sometimes you say, well, he's a backup. And the reason why you say he's a backup is because he doesn't have the arm talent, which I think is crazy. If he doesn't have starter traits, you probably shouldn't have him on your team in general. But that's an entirely different discussion. The Buffalo Bills just finished with the quarterback in Nate Peterman, who did not have ideal arm strength. And the quarterbacks who don't have that arm strength need to make their throws earlier in order to have them arrive at the target at the same time as the stronger armed player. Which means now you have added an additional necessity to your trait list. Anticipation. You have to have higher anticipation to make up for less than ideal arm strength. Now, there are quarterbacks who have managed this before. Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer and has never had a strong arm because his anticipation is elite. But the added need for anticipation then brings with it another downside, which is the opportunity to get fooled by the defense. So you're starting to see this snowball. You don't have a strong arm, so you need to anticipate and throw earlier. But your need to throw earlier means you have a higher chance of getting fooled by the defense because the less of the defense's movement you've seen prior to you throwing the ball. You've seen less of the post-snap movement by a defense when you pull the trigger. And because of that, because you've seen less of that defense, there's a higher probability of you getting it wrong. So now you need superior diagnosis skills. So the lack of an arm talent trickled in and snowballed into everything else. You didn't have the arm talent, 
So you got to throw it earlier. Because you got to throw it earlier, it requires anticipatory traits. Great anticipatory traits require superior diagnosis. All this stuff happened because you didn't have the hose to make the throws. That's right. I rhymed. I'll do it again. You didn't have the hose to make all the throws. So because of it, your lack of one trait necessitated two to be elite. If your arm strength is less than ideal, you need not one, but two traits to be elite. You have to be able to anticipate routes really, really well, and you have to be able to diagnose defenses really, really well. Whereas if you had a strong arm, the need for those two things is lessened. I'm not saying you don't have to have it. This is a gradient, not binary. You want to have all of it, but you need more of it because you had less of arm strength. So you had less of one trait, so you need more of two more traits to make up for it. The second thing that arm strength does for you as a quarterback is it expands the area of targetable field. There is a very common turn of phrase that you have heard used millions of times over. And we've gotten to the point now where we almost drone it out as a fan base and as a football community. When we say the quarterback quote, can make all the throws. That's the phrase. He can make all the throws. Did you ever stop to think about why that phrase is even necessary? The only reason that phrase is part of the vernacular of scouting communities is because there are plenty of signal callers who cannot make all the throws. There was a previous Buffalo Rumblings article. Jeff Kantrowski, the writer, talked about Nathan Peterman's lack of ball velocity and how it related to outbreaking routes. Multiple players like Peterman have thrown many interceptions trying to drive the ball outside the numbers because they simply don't have the hose to get the ball there on time. Those added split seconds when the ball's in the air relative to a quarterback who has a strong arm, that's all that you need to make a big defensive play. And once the defense finds out you can't make certain throws, their job gets a lot easier. There's part of the field they simply don't have to defend. If you have a big man in basketball and you're keeping him at the three-point line, but he's not a threat to actually make a three-pointer, his defender can cheat inside because there's no threat there. That's why having a big player who can shoot threes draws out the defense and allows for slashes toward the basket because there's a threat and the defense has to accommodate for that. It's the same way in football. The coverages that you can run get markedly, markedly larger and more varied and better because there are certain areas of the field that you just don't have to worry about. It's a little bit like having certain areas of the field you don't have to worry about in the inverse. When you have a player like Darrell Rivas and he can lock down an opposing number one wide receiver and now that makes everything easier on every other player on the defense because your necessity to cover certain areas of the field is lessened. And that's what happens when you don't have a quarterback who's got the arm. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to go through a couple more things that are benefits to having a hose. Stick with me. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking. From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this edition of the Bruce Exclusive, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bruce Exclusive. We are talking about why it matters and what the benefits are of having a strong arm. The first one was it lessens your need for anticipation. The second one was it expands the area of targetable field. The next one we're going to talk about is it maintains options in the red zone. I mentioned previously that targetable parts of the field expand when you have a strong-armed quarterback and they restrict when you have a weaker-armed quarterback. In the red zone, arm strength takes on a little bit different of a function with the available field already being small. Being able to throw the ball into smaller windows because the ball is in the air less amount of time matters in the red zone. Because everything speeds up in the red zone. You hear coaches tell you this. You have quarterbacks tell you this. Everybody tells you this. It speeds up in the red zone because it's compressed. And you need ball velocity to be able to be a boon for that offense and drive it into small windows if you have the field that's already naturally compressed. The next thing we want to talk about as it relates to arm strength is it envenoms the scramble drill. Makes it more deadly. Now, you could probably could probably file this as a subpoint under expands area of targetable field. You could probably put that under this section. However, this expands it at different times. Given Josh Allen's particular flair for the dramatic, it's important we have this discussion separately from our previous discussion. So when the quarterback initiates a scramble drill, either through the conclusion of their reads, they've gotten through all of them, or preemptive pressure. He's got to jumpstart the scramble drill. Typically, half the field is cut off from them as they scramble right or left. Coaches will tell you, don't throw late across your body. They specifically say this because quarterbacks don't have the ball velocity to make cross-field throws without the defender closing on that window because the ball has to be in the air a longer amount of time. If you're throwing from the opposite hash, That ball is going to hang in the air longer. The longer the ball is in the air, the more risk there is that a defender is going to be able to get there. If you have an exceptionally strong arm, these types of throws are still not advisable per se, but they represent a threat, which means you have to hold that backside defender. If you scramble right, everyone on the defensive right can't just immediately start cheating and migrating over to the scramble side because they have to accommodate for the fact that you can make a crossbody throw. You can make a ridiculous crossbody throw, plant your feet and go for players like Stefan Diggs. One of the revelations about Stefan Diggs in 2020 was how good he was in the scramble drill. That means those windows stay open. They don't compress down when a quarterback starts to scramble, which again gives you more options. The next thing we can talk about when it comes to arm strength is it empowers RPO and play action. We've mentioned windows a couple times 
And we're not talking about the operating system. We're talking about windows for passes. Getting defenders out of position is a huge part of playing offensive football in 2021. Shifting, motion, RPO, play action. Those usages continue to be high because offenses are trying to take advantage of defensive players having to confirm ball location before they get to their assignments and coverage. That extra step opens the window. Well, how do you help mitigate this as a defense? You need better athletes on the back seven who can close the windows faster. How can you keep those windows open longer? Ball velocity. The defense is trying to make sure that the windows that are opened through RPO and play action, they're trying to make sure they close fast. Yes, they're okay, but we want them to close fast. But if your quarterback has tremendous ball velocity, even the best athletes in the world can't keep up with the fact that it was open for a brief second and the ball's in there. The word you're looking for here is opportunistic. Arm strength allows you to take advantage of opportunities. And today's NFL is about manufacturing opportunities through offensive scheme. If you don't have the hose, it doesn't matter how good the opportunities are. You have to be able to drive the ball into windows. The last thing that we're going to talk about when it comes to arm strength is it adds mechanical margins for error. We talk about mechanics a lot as it relates to the quarterback position. And not everything is going to go right every play in the NFL. Sometimes the defense wins. They get paid too, ladies and gentlemen. They get paid too. Sometimes they pick the right play, the right play to cover what you had called as an offense. Sometimes the tackle gets beat. Sometimes you have to operate in chaos. And on these occasions, the quarterback may have to make throws from a less than ideal platform or a less than ideal angle. I don't know if any of you have ever talked to a boxer about this or heard them talk about it or someone who does MMA. They'll tell you that arm power is largely related to the bottom half of your body's ability to transfer power through your hips. You transfer it into a smooth, powerful arm motion. Some people have unusual knockout power. They don't have to have their lower body right to generate power. They can knock you out walking backwards. That's the popular vernacular in MMA and boxing. They can walk you out knocking backwards. You get a short check hook or a short check uppercut walking backwards and you can still knock a guy out. It's the same thing in the NFL. You're not always going to have the ability to plant perfectly and make a throw like you're at OTAs. That's just not always going to happen. And it happens much less frequently than we'd like it to happen. So we know that those things are going to happen. Arm strength can help you make up for that. Stephon Diggs' third touchdown against the New England Patriots. In my opinion, one of the best throws Josh Allen's ever made in his life. Josh Allen rolling to his left, flipped his hips real fast, gunned it to Stephon Diggs in the end zone, mostly off balance. Those are plays that Josh Allen can make, and the defense just goes, you know what, Um, we did what we were supposed to do. I mean, he was covered. We had a guy on Josh Allen. He was being pressured. If it's not Josh Allen... If it's not Patrick Mahomes, if it's not someone who can make those type of throws, then they're not going to make that play. 
You can have a win as a defense and still lose the play because you had arm velocity. Traits give you options. They give you options when your mechanics break down. They give you options with the field that you throw to. Options, options, options. So, let's recap, shall we? The first thing that arm strength gives you is it lessens the need for anticipation. The second thing is it expands the area of targetable field. The third thing is it maintains options in the red zone. The fourth thing is it envenoms the scramble drill. The fifth thing is it empowers RPO and play action. And the sixth thing, the final thing, is it adds mechanical margin for error. That's what you get when you have a strong arm. So the next time you're evaluating a quarterback when they come out of college and you hear someone say can make all the throws, this is what we mean. The next time you start to think, well, you know, his placement's really good. I guess it really doesn't matter. Just know that you're losing these traits. You're losing these options. And because of that, the quarterback can still be successful. It just requires other elite traits to accommodate for it. You need accommodations because you lost these options. And if you lose the options, someone might just sit there and look at you and go, sorry, man. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Nolan, Buffalo Road.